Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, June 17th, 2023. It is 3.08 UTC as we are starting to record, meaning that for Yvonne and I, it is actually still Friday night, June 16th. For me, it's just after 8 o'clock p.m. For him, it's just after 11 p.m. So, hello, Yvonne. Uh, Aloha. Neither of us are in Hawaii right now. You know, we aren't, but my wife uh went and when she got when we got her new car a couple of months ago she drove it to hawaii she didn't but she for some reason was looking for a license plate frame all right okay um and she went i don't even know where i think she must have shopped for it at some some uh website that sells stuff from seattle Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and she bought a license plate holder that says live Aloha. Okay. And I was like, I'm like, sure. Why not? Sounds good. So, so yeah, but no, I'm not in, no, I'm not in Hawaii. No, no. My, uh, my boss is in Hawaii. My boss owns an Island in Hawaii. It was the whole thing. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been to that island before he bought it. It was very nice then. I hear it's a lot nicer now. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's... Oh, here. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, there, there was news this week, actually, about Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. Oh, about Hawaii. What happened in Hawaii? Well, it's not happening yet, but they announced but. that the the little mini airport near me, the Everett airport is uh-huh. going to start having direct flights uh, from here to Honolulu. Um, uh, I think in the fall. Well, from Everett, you know, not, you know, okay. Well, that's pretty interesting. Well, yeah. I, I will say, look, I will say this. I booked a vacation. Finally, we had been tossing around and I'm where the hell are we going to go on vacation? Well, that's good. Well, you know, like- contrary to, contrary to what I wound up, booking and buying my brother goes and i i we haven't got i haven't gone on vacation with my brother in a while okay Okay. and so i i went i was planning different vacations and i was a little bit frustrated with some of the vacation planning because some of the options that we had originally thought of i think you're like this a while back yeah yeah it was did you come to a conclusion i did and so i i'm we're going Oh, by the way, let me let me agenda wise because I I feel this oh, transitioning yeah, into, uh, into yes. Yvonne's butt first. We're gonna do our butt firsts. Yvonne's gonna do something, and then as I've promised lately, I'm going to do media uh, until I catch up. Uh, and then our big segment is, of course, going to be on Donald Trump, the indictment, blah blah blah. Um, and depending on how that goes, like if we if yeah. we just blow out that topic and talk for an hour or whatever maybe we'll just be done after that if we feel like we have more time though we'll do one more segment with one topic from each of us that we pick on the spot at the time okay with that out of the way yvonne tell us your travel story as your butt first well the only thing i was going to tell about the travel story is that i it that wasn't my butt first but just a mention because he talked about service okay. between small airports yeah so they wound up uh to, my brother booked to go to the British Virgin Islands to a hotel in Virgin Gorda. Now, to go there, okay, th- these islands are a little bit east of Puerto Rico, okay? 
east of the U.S. Virgin Islands, okay? Uh, I don't know if you remember, but when I... Sam went to visit me with our friend Rebecca many years ago. When I had the boat, I took you to the island that's right beside the other island that I'm going to fly to, okay? Where we anchored off, okay? It it, it, it was there. It went to St. John. Tortola is is north. So we're going to fly to Tortola. But they started back then. The ways to get to that island was from very small airlines from Puerto Rico. You'd fly to San Juan. And then you take a little small airplane and fly out to one of these, a uh, prop plane or whatever. I mean, in Virgin Gord itself, there's an airstrip. And there, well, it's an airstrip. It was unpaved, okay? Uh, you could fly out of there, but you were flying in a plane that could hold like five people, basically. Right, okay. That was it. And I did that a couple of times. It's, it was cool. But but anyway, um, but they started... Now, because there's these smaller jets that they've got that got longer range from like Embraer and, uh, oh, Bombardier, uh, they actually are taking one of these, an E-175, which is the ones that usually you see now in a lot of commuter, replacing a lot of the regional planes, and they're going to have a direct flight from, they have a direct flight from Miami to that, the, 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 that island we usually flew in Tortola. They have a nonstop. Now, the one thing about this, though, is that um, the last time I did it, I had to connect in San Juan. It took forever. Now you got a nonstop. Um, you know, it's a it's a relatively small airplane. But because it's that small a flight, it's nonstop for here. The price of the tickets was not cheap. I, I mean, I could have basically gone to Europe for the price of these tickets. Okay. Uh, but but no, we're going to go to the side. But the thing is that I wanted really to go on vacation with my brother. Okay. And he had already planned this out. And I'm just like, okay. All right. You know, we'll bite the bullet. We'll, 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 we'll buy the tickets. But but that wasn't really my butt first. You, you brought it up because you talked about the. Be, the be, before you move to your real. And the numbers. islands. Yeah. Before yeah. you move to your. I, I looked up the, the news article about the, the yeah. Hawaii flights. Yeah. yeah, Star- yeah. Starting this fall, Alaska mm-hmm. Airlines travelers can fly directly from Painfield and Everett, Washington to Hawaii. The new nonstop service from Everett marks the airline's first new route to Honolulu in over a decade. It will be the longest flight Alaska, Alaska Airlines operates from the airport. Um, the daily year-round flight will begin service on November 17th with one-way fares starting at 149. Okay. One-way fares starting at 149. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I will, the, 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 the round trip ticket to, from here, which is a two hour flight mm-hmm. to that Island. Yes. Uh, was, uh, what the heck was it? Uh, $1,600. Per so, so this looks like 300 round trip to Hawaii. Yeah, uh, basically. From, from yes. an airport five feet yeah. from my house, basically. Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> you know, at that price, it's like, might as well do it, you know? It's not, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, at at the price that I'm talking for uh, yeah, my Yeah, the flight, Europe not, price not of like $199. Hawaii is lovely, man. The weather is, listen, you would love the weather. The weather is great. Okay. It's not humid. In the summer, it's in the seventies. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's great. But anyway, okay, that wasn't really my my, you're, my, you're my, real my, butt my first. first. My butt first is that I went and um, I bought a car. Now we've had a discussion oh. before here 
Sam, uh, uh, you know, thought that I bought cars very more frequently, frequently but, than you actually do. But the reality is that I between because I figured you were one of those like you know replace your car every t- three years kind of people. And, and but I no. didn't for 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 a long time. I went, you know, my cars. I was averaging about seven years with each of them. Okay, but, but. the last three years have not been that way. Um. I, I I went and I got I had gotten I had leased a Volvo uh three years ago. Okay. Mm. And um you know what happened is that I was looking at what's happening right now with a lease end and whatnot with the car. And look, I had leased some of these other cars and I kept them longer anyway. I decided to buy it, whatever. But um, you know, the interest rates for used cars are higher. And so therefore, say buying out the lease right now at the rates that I can even get at at the usual places that I finance used cars before. They're a lot higher than mm. they used to be. Um, it really changes the equation. I mean, I you know, I used to be able to get uh, you know, even when rates used to be high, six percent, five six percent. I looked at it, I was eight and a half. Okay, I was like, wow, that's 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 a lot higher. I mean, it's not you know, it's not crazy high. I mean, we keep thinking about you know these rates is high. I mean, people have to. Look over history. These are not super high rates compared globally. There aren't either. Uh, but, but, but eight and a half makes, makes the numbers be a little bit different. Um, the other thing is that I was like, you know, I like this car and I, and I like the Volvo, but, but I, 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 I think I may want to make a change. And I've been looking at different cars and whatnot. Um, uh, and the the one thing that happened is that they had sent me offers from Volvo saying, "Hey, you know what? Your car. Listen, you if you want to get out of your lease early, we'll let you. Listen, bring in your car. You'll just you know I I this lease uh, I I did a lease where I put no money down. Okay, I, I I mean I just I just signed and drove away with a car. I I, I didn't I don't I, these are no money down leases. I didn't put anything down or whatever." And so they say, hey, look, bring your car. We'll, 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 we'll take back the lease early and you take a car. But they didn't have any cars that really interested me. Okay. Are you because still like your, 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 your last car, you talked a lot about how it was a plug-in hybrid. Are you still it was looking, a plug-in hybrid. Are you I was still looking, looking at electric. I was looking at either. No, no, no. I was, I, was, I was looking at either full electrics. I was looking for the most part at all electric cars. Okay. okay? Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was willing to consider other plug-in hybrids because the one thing is that the newer generation of plug-in hybrids, including the ones from Volvo, have a lot more range, okay? Like mm-hmm. the all-electric range is 40, 50, 60 miles, okay? And a whole bunch that have come out now, <laughs> which makes it that you know it's highly unlikely that on your regular use, you'll be using any gas at all, Um yeah, you know, it, it, when you're when you've got a range of forty five miles. Uh, yeah, if, just, if yeah. all if your normal use is just around town to the grocery store, back, you know, to, to school. Even a day that you've that got double, you got to do double trips or whatever, man. You're you're just not going to dip into the gas at all. Period. Um, right. Yeah. You know, and so, unless um, you actually like go somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, I mean, hell, even for a lot of people, their their round trip commutes are like twenty miles each way. Uh, on a, I, I think I, I saw a, a report said the average commute each, you know, round trip commute is like about 40, 50 miles. So if you my think about my it, round you got, trip's about 50. 
So think about 50. I mean, it, it, with that 45 miles range, basically you'd be using what gas for barely five miles. Right. You know, uh, of the trip. So that, that, you know, so, so that covers most people's like commute. Okay. In a day, uh, with that gas range. So with that electric range. So I've been looking at the different ones, but I didn't see anything that interested me. They sent me a thing for an SUV and I'm like, I don't want a damn SUV. Um, but one thing is that I have always had uh, a thing for uh, station wagons. Okay, okay. I've I, always liked. I, I station mean, wagons. The little S of the little SUVs are basically station wagons, aren't they? But they they aren't. Okay, my wife has a little SUV. No, they aren't. Okay, it's a it's much taller riding. They don't drive the same. But, but even really the little the ones, that I really like. But okay. the but to be fair. And I'm not talking about uh, the old, like, uh, Ford, uh, you know. Uh, you don't want wood on the side. Wire. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about those. The ones that I really like are more the Euro- European and more the high-performance ones. Because over the last 30 years, they had some very high-performance uh, station, station wagons wagon coming out. And okay. I remember that one of the first that I got, our buddy Al, his dad, had bought a Mercedes uh, station wagon, okay, for a while. And that, that station wagon was super cool, okay? And it was fast. It was cool. <laughs> okay. And I remember that I liked it. It was, like, really cool. And I've had other friends that I've had that have had those. And, and, and you know, almost all the car enthusiasts are, are like, you know, it, it, that do YouTube have bought some kind of high-performance station wagon. Now, the thing is that, that Volvo has those, but they're super rare. They're made, you know, they, they, they sell in the U.S., like, they they do sell station wagons, but as far as I can tell, over the last three years, they maybe shipped to the U.S. like a thousand. That's it. They they sell them all in Europe or other places. They don't. They barely bring any here, so they're very rare to get. And 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 they have a very high performance version that is a plug-in hybrid. Okay, because Volvo, the thing is that any other high performance cars are plug-in hybrid electric, and so. I, they they had been sending me the stuff about ending the lease early and whatever, and um, uh, and, and you know they didn't have any car like that. And then all of a sudden, I get this. I, I think I saw it on a Facebook ad. Okay, that okay. the dealer like near me that 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 sells Volvo had one of those very high performance wagons in in stock it's it's called it's a it's a the the v60 is called a pole star so pole star is like the their their performance efficient so it's got like you know it's very fast it's uh, you know really massive brakes and stuff or whatever it's the suspension is a lot stiffer everything is done for 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 performance on it but at the same time it beats the whole thing that i want a car that's eco-friendly at plug-in hybrid 45 miles per uh, 45 mile range 74 mpge rated okay which that's you know i mean the only things that really get any more than that are like really you know full electric cars okay um so it's got a very high mpge rating and uh i you know i called them up and i said because the thing is they usually when they get these cars at a dealer they will put up, uh, take pictures of it and put it on there. But the picture I saw was a stock picture. And a lot of dealers that I've seen when I've been looking at cars lately that put a stock picture is the car isn't there. Right. It may be on okay. its way or something or whatever, but they don't have the car. 
so I called, I went and I sent an email inquiry. I said, like, do you guys have this car? And I get back and says, yes, as a matter of fact, it's sitting in our showroom. Okay. Uh, and I went, okay, well, let me go take a look at it. And, um, and they actually, um, went and like took it out of showroom and got it ready for me to, to, to be able to test and stuff or whatever. And, um, I, I went and I, 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 I tried it and I liked it. Okay. I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, this is cool. Okay. Um, I, I was, I was there, but, but I really didn't have time to, to negotiate that day in part because I had gone that day. I was going to take part of the day off. But what, one thing that happened is that I went to my doctor to get, uh, to get, do my annual checkup. And then the, my doctor was close to there. And so I decided, look, I'll, I'll stop by after I go to my doctor, get my blood drawn and then whatever, whatnot. And um, the thing is that I, as I'm heading over there and I'm, I stop first to get lunch because number one thing you should never do at a car dealer is go without having eaten. Because if you get dragged okay. there and stay a long time, you're going to wind up like my wife once almost wanted to just close a deal on a car. that was a terrible deal just because she was hungry. Right. And she okay. wanted to get it done and get out of there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, you don't, don't do that. Okay. So I stopped to get a sandwich or something or whatever at, at a place that was right beside the, the car dealer. And, um, I got a, I got a note that I had a, a call at, that they wanted me to be on a, on a call. The thing is, uh, uh, because I was, I had marked myself to be out. Normally I, I wouldn't be on the call, but this is for the most important deal I have okay. that I'm doing this year. So you're and like, I'm like, oh, take fuck. Yeah, I got to take this damn call. I mean, I cannot skip this call. So I went over there and I, I you know, I said, look, I'm interested, but I got to see the numbers, see if this is interesting. Well, the numbers they threw out at me were, I didn't like, which is always what happens anyway. And I'm like, look, I got to leave. Okay, look, bye. I like the car, whatever. Call you later. And I left. Okay. Well, th- this guy, okay, I get on my call and I call him up and this guy, they're they're like, listen, we want to make this deal. We 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 want to make this deal. Well, wait, are you now talking your work call or the? No, no, no. This after calling? after after I I got home, I did my work call. Okay, okay. and right? then they called you. And back. then yes, exactly. Okay, and they're like, they want we want to make this deal. We want to make this deal. Oh, but, but but you're asking too much. I I I basically, you know, we were like uh, about. I calculated. I said, listen, I thought what I would come in. We were about $400 a month apart, okay, on what I thought it should be, okay? Um, okay. They, they, I mean, they, I mean, it was a big difference, okay? And I'm like, look, I calculated, but my amount that I originally thought, my, my, I mean, basically 400 bucks a month was at the border of where I was like, that's my best deal that I will take. Uh, that that's my maximum that I think that I would go. Uh, basically, over the phone, they came down seventy. They they met me seventy five percent of the way. Okay, over the phone. Uh, and basically, I said, uh, "Well, do you want to come over here?" And I'm like, "No." Listen, we went over the terms. It was just gonna. He said again, "Look, just bring the car over here. Bring me the paperwork." And and I, I'm not going back there. Just bring me the damn car. Take the other car. And I'll sign everything over here. And that actually, by the way, that's a much better way of getting the car in the end. I, I did not. I, I spent basically, 
just an hour and a half, which, which part of it was just looking at the car, like get some stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah. Have them bring me the fucking stuff over here. I set everything online. I filled out their credit app- application, scanned mm-hmm. my documents. I agreed on the numbers. They brought, they brought a folder over here with the papers. We signed them on the trunk of the, the, the car, changed the license plates. They took off the car and that's it. So I'm driving a station wagon, Sam. Now, so, it's, so it, I, it's, I've, I've been looking around on Volvo's website. Is this the V60? Pull, yes, that is correct. Yes. The V60 hybrid model. Yes, so. correct. I'm looking now, at pictures. There the, it looks okay. I like it. It's I. I would not, probably not like. I wouldn't probably not pick this car, but it. I can see you in it. Yeah, it, it's it's like now. Here's the other reason why I wanted to get this car over some others for whatever reason, you know. And and used car prices have been coming back down. So this was um, a used one. No, no, it's a new no. You're, you're talking about no, your trade. No, but your but, I, but, but I, now, no, no, no. Even for the, re- well, I'm talking. I'm thinking future resale value. The oh, one okay. thing is that you know, look, I've done this thing many times where I have not bought. A, I have bought cars that I know upfront that will get take a massive depreciation hit. Okay. Right. Okay. It, basically, because I'm like, ah, I don't care. That's the car I want. So forth and so on. Okay. Um. And at the end, it's like, you know, at least if it's in a lease, you know, you can just walk away and turn it in. But but in most cases, you know, I own the cars. And so at the end, you know, like I, I, I paid for a car, you know, where the depreciation at the end, the car was like worth like what? Jeez, uh, maybe 20, 15 percent of what I paid for it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that's not the, the greatest feeling. OK, I have to be honest. And so the one thing is that for whatever reason. I think in part because of the rarity of these. Okay. The resale values of these are, are ridiculous. Okay. Um, I mean, literally, I I mean, I, I, I see one listed here, two years used that basically is selling for what I paid for mine. new. Okay. Because, well, another reason is because I, Oh, that's the important part. Okay. So, uh, it's a plug in hybrid, right? Um, and you know, that there were these car incentives that were put in the uh, inflation reduction act. Okay. For, for electric vehicles that for purchases, they only apply to a very limited number of vehicles with a limited number with limited prices and so forth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, If you buy them, but if you lease them, Basically, it applies to almost any damn plug-in hybrid or electric car, no matter what the hell the damn price is. Okay. okay? And so the, the thing is that, so my car was eligible for that. So I basically was able to take advantage of the $7,500 uh, uh, government rebate, plus a couple of other rebates that I had stuff, I was able to get $10,000 for the rebates, which is why uh, the price I paid is like the one that I could, that I could basically, I mean, I could, that I could sell the car for used. Okay. Uh-huh. A couple of years from now, but, but it's because of the taxes. I mean, the dealer got his full price. It's just that the, I got the rebates. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I did take advantage of that. I heard that the trick that they are doing at the dealers 
with most of the customers right now is because you can get the credits on the lease cars is like, oh, you want to buy the car here? Do this. Uh, lease the car right now. Then tomorrow, you know, uh, get a car load and and purchase it because that's the only way you'll get your 7500 uh tax rebate. Okay. So I, I heard that that's the. So how many days have you had it now? Uh, what day is it today? Friday. Uh, when did I go to my doctor? Uh, I think it was, uh, shit. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yvonne. I was just going to ask. You've had I it- think it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, so you've had it like three days. Yeah. My, my question is just still happy. you like it. Oh, l- listen. Oh yeah. Listen, listen, the, the, what the big difference between this car and mine, although they have the same engine because this is the performance tune. The everything is programmed different. The transmission, everything, and the suspension. Uh it oh my god, it it drives, accelerates, and handles so much better. I uh I I already uh I did a turn somewhere where I was able to I, I never been able to do this in it in, in, in my, my sedan. I, I had the tail like go swinging out a little bit mm. during the turn. Um uh, the brakes look. It's got these massive, uh, 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 uh performance brakes. Uh, the 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 braking is just insane. Okay, the braking action plus the regen is really aggressive in this car. It's, I mean, this car when you want to slow down, it's like it's like you're running into a brick wall. Like it's crazy. Okay, my wife today got a little bit pissed at me because I because I was a little bit. <clears throat> I was a little bit exuberant with it. Um, so yes, I, I do like it very much. I do, do like the convenience of the, of the vehicle. Uh, okay. you know, uh, and the thing is that it, it, I don't like SUVs, but this has the best combination of performance, looks, uh, you know, uh, capability to carry stuff. It's just everything in one, in one package and fuel economy. Okay. Then, I mean, you know, so I, you know, and I got my rebates. Very exciting. But I bought, I mean, but, but I think that, um, uh, you know, it's got like uh, right now because, you know, this vehicle type is very practical. And it's, I, I find it as I drive this, that it's, it, it it's ridiculous to me that more people don't buy it. Because the, just station wagons in general. Yeah, because you know they they are they are they are better driving. Although a lot of people don't care about that. The one thing is that I noticed, and my wife talked about this, is that you know she's you know she's driving now an SUV again, even though she's driven a car. And she's like, oh well, I like to be high. It's this whole thing about being high, and I'm like, you know, in the car and looking down, and I'm like, I, I'm like, no, I want to be low. I don't want to be high. I like being low. Mm. So I, I don't, I, I don't, uh, 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 you know, like that. But, but the other thing is that, you know, inherently they're more fuel economical. Just the aerodynamics of it. They're, 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 they're more, you know, they're more, they're more, you know, fuel economical. They're e- I think that they're easier to get into and out than an SUV, uh, especially some of those really high ones. You have to climb into the damn thing. I mean, well, th- this I is find- why I was saying it earlier, like, the comparison has got to be to the small SUVs, right? Like the, 
I guess. Cause, yeah. cause like I, I, I look at like, you know, I, I have a, I have a compact hatchback, mm-hmm. but like I look at some of the small SUVs and they're basically the same shape, just a little bit is, bigger, just taller. Yeah. That's basically what they have done. Yeah. Basically. So yeah. yeah I mean, anyway, okay. Are you done? I'm done. <laughs> okay. I, I will do my movie. Do the movie. So my movie this time, I watched back in, when when did I watch this one? I watched this one back at the beginning of March. And I'm continuing to work my way up that AFI list of best movies of the first hundred years of movies, etc. And, oh, I, I should tell you what number this one was. Hold on. Hold on. I will uh-huh. get you the information that you need. You are the provider of information. I have all the best information. All the best. All, all, uh, all the most wonderful information from all the best people. <laughs> uh, it was number 29 on the AFI list. So I, I'm getting up there. I, I'm I'm getting really close to the top of this list at this point. Yeah. Uh, um, but it was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Okay. Have I, it is a classic movie. Have you ever watched? I I believe I did once a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, it's not that one. That one's coming up soon. Like that is on this list. Um, but no, yeah. um, this is uh, 1939. Uh, it's uh, Jimmy Stewart, uh, and he unexpectedly becomes a senator, goes to Washington, mm-hmm. discovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my goodness, there's corruption going on there. And oh, spoilers, me. spoilers for an almost 100-year-old movie. Um, I guess not quite. It's 1939. We're not quite at 2039 yet. Um, but uh, anyway, he discovers this corruption going on and he's able to shut down the corrupt thing he discovered through the use of the magical filibuster. Oh yes. And I remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, bottom line. Yeah. I liked it. It, It's a classic. It's a classic for a reason. Some people will probably find it a little bit cheesy, but you know, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I also thought the um, person who like is on his staff, the woman who's on his staff that eventually becomes a love interest, et cetera. Uh, Jean, Ar- Jean Arthur played her. Um, and I thought she was great too. It was a, it was a, you know, it was sort of, um, she put a comedic twist on this. Like uh, he was, he was sort of the straight, man person and going through is like discovering the corruption, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, uh, she was fun and gave enough, a nice twist. I, I, I looked up like enough so that I looked up like some other movies that she was in and added them to my list, uh, to watch at some point, you know? So what, what can you say about these kinds of classics? It, it is old timey. It is a little old fashioned. It seems a little naive when compared to like today's politics, but, it was a nice, sweet movie. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. There you go. Yeah. And well, one, one thing I found out that I've also put on my list now uh, is there was a 1960s TV show based on this, too. Oh, there was? Okay. Yes. No idea. Well, you know, I, I don't know if it was that good, but 
you know, uh, but it existed. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll add that to a list too. Maybe I'll see it someday. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed the the movie. It was fun. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't know that I have that much else to say with it. Um, thumbs up. Well, uh, so that, that's it. You, you gave it, you, you gave it your thumbs up. Yes. The bottom I, line. Bottom line, thumbs up. It's a classic. If you haven't seen it, go check out Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Good old flick. You know, I I like a lot of these like 1930s pre-war movies. They're actually, Mm -hmm. I I like a lot of them. Not all all of them, of course, but I, I kind of like, I think I've said this before, like some of the 30s and 40s movies I resonate with their style a lot more than I do with say 1970s movies, mm. but you know. Okay. All right. Uh, one, one thing one that thing, I forgot one to mention uh, About the car? earlier. Yeah. Which, which was, uh, no, well, no, which this was to, because this was a tech related thing. Okay. A tech so, related thing. Yeah. So this is an Apple related thing. So this car had this new implementation of Apple CarPlay. Okay. Now, now, the one thing is that I, I think the originally almost every CarPlay that I've used, almost every vehicle, the, 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 the way that Apple CarPlay showed was in a kind of like a little rectangular box. And in my previous car, even though the screen was like, it looked like an iPad, it, yeah. what it did is only showed it at the bottom half of the screen as a rectangular fo- box with other features about the vehicle up on the top, but almost every yeah. car that I'd seen, it'd been that way. And yeah, like the also, only, the only one I've experienced in person was the, um, uh, when, when I've had loner Subarus and they right. haven't been like that. The whole thing has been CarPlay. Uh, right. But it's been like a little rectangular, it, it, it's, it is it rectangular, showed, but you don't yeah. have other, you don't have things. Right. You don't see any yet. It, the only thing that shows right in, in the once Volvo you, showed, once you've started it. Right. Right. In most cars, it's like that. And the Volvo would actually split the screen where the bottom was car playing the top. There were other functions for you to, to switch to. Um, but it, but the thing is that in, 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 in this car now that they, they actually switched rather hastily because they, some features which i guess are the features that are the least used they haven't have been migrated from their old car operating system to this but i will say that most of them have been um it, they they moved it to android automotive um and there's there's some there's a lot of pluses there are some minuses there are some th- things that are missing but but there are a lot of pluses one of the things is that they did this implementation where they did the latest version of CarPlay for the car. Plus it accepts over the air updates and stuff for the, mm-hmm. for the, for this, which, you know, makes it that it's a, a, a lot of the features. If there's a new feature coming out, it could be really rolled out pretty easily. But the one thing that they did is, is that a CarPlay on the screen. When I go to CarPlay mode, it looks like I have an iPad basically in, yes. the, in, in, in the middle screen. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it literally, that's what it, what it that's, that's how it, it should is. be. That's the and, only and, way it and, should be. And, and, and it's great. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome. Okay. But aside from that, yes, what they've done is that Apple had sent out code for people to be able to use, like, say, put navigation, say, because my, my, my speedometer and all that is a digital display. 
Right. But in almost all these cars, the secondary displays would not display anything for CarPlay in, mm -hmm. in the old version. But now they can. And they did that implementation where if I say I ask for navigation, it will put whatever maps I'm running, which could be Waze, whatever. Yeah. In the in front of me, in the display, between the speedometers, Ooh, right nice. there, yep. for me to be able to see the navigation instructions while I have whatever the hell other thing I have on CarPlay, music, phone, whatever, running on the main display. That, I'm telling you, I was like, whoa, this is really good. Okay? Uh, and it worked works really, really well. I, I'm very, and, and I think they only rolled this out like a couple of months ago in a software update, okay? Uh, and, and it works really well. Um, it, 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 you know, they, you know, I, I got to say that uh, but it, this is the way of the future. I'm liking this future with, with, this, kind of, with this kind of stuff like this. Um, so, yeah, so that yeah, was one I mean, thing that I saw. This has the, that CarPlay implementation. And if that's what's coming, that, that, that's really cool. I, and well, from what they've previewed on CarPlay, it's going to go even further. But, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, this is one of the things where, you know, I hopefully will be able to squeeze a few more years out of my car and won't be shopping for a new car um, immediately. But whenever I do, like, I'll, I'll, the Apple CarPlay experience is going to be a significant part of my deciding factor, right? Like yep. I, I, I'm going to look at different cars and how well that interface works and where it is in the car. Like for instance, one of the things is I, I like the middle screen, the, the secondary screen that's in the middle that you were talking about, like yep. to the right. I like it higher up, not lower down. And that's one of mm -hmm. the things I've seen in various cars. Sometimes it's lower, sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's in between. I basically, the higher, the better. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, okay, that will be a, one of the things that I consider when I look at a car. Like, I'm not a performance person like you. I, I couldn't care less how fast the damn thing accelerates. I don't give a shit. But where the screen is, I care about that. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, uh, and as I told you before, I care where the cup holders are. You know, they need the to be in a comfortable I position. I got, you know? I got these cup holders. I got <laughs> like um, But the, the other thing I'll say is, like, from from when I did have the Subaru loaners when my car has been in the shop once or twice. Uh, the one thing I absolutely miss is CarPlay. Like, you know, my, my, my car is old enough. I have nothing of the sort, you know, and I really did enjoy CarPlay to the point where I keep, cons I keep every few months. I look at some of the, um, the external car plays you can get like not to replace the actual yeah, yeah, yeah. radio, but like the ones mm -hmm. that you can just mount and be there and have a bigger yeah, screen yeah, than they... your phone. And they've been getting better and they've been getting less expensive. Like the ones from a couple of years ago were really pretty crappy. And as far as I can tell now, they're not like super great, but they're getting better and they're getting cheaper to the point where I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I've got I've got another round of like stuff I have to do to my car this summer. Maybe after I do that, I'll I'll just get one of those because you know they're coming down in price. I've I've seen some of those. They're, they're definitely you know yeah yeah. I mean, well, the cheapest ones at this point are under a hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, but but those suck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. But you know, but but for three hundred, you can get a decent one. You know, I don't know. Um, and, and of course, if you want it, like actually, if you actually want to replace 
your stock radio there you can get much more expensive ones that are also nicer but uh i wouldn't want to do that but i might get one of the ones that i just you know i just mount there and put it up there and instead of mounting my phone i mount the carplay device it's the same damn you know i'm mounting something there might as well mount something bigger you know with a little more function well not i shouldn't say more functionality my phone actually has more functionality but with functionality specifically designed to be safer to use in the car than messing with your fucking phone yeah no 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 totally you know, anyway yeah yeah it makes it a lot easier i mean you know i i just press a button on the on, on the steering wheel i can say hey siri do this yeah you know whatever and, 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 and it'll read you your texts Yes, it did. Yep, 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 yep. And and of course, I want and yours. Pro, yours probably is at this point. It's the wireless CarPlay at this point, right? Well, you know what? Uh, in my wife's car, it's wireless. In this car, it is not wireless. I will say uh, now. Now, look, I will it's say not that, that bad, I, but still, it, it's it, here. I, I <laughs> you like the you wire know, better? Yes. There's a couple of reasons I found. One thing is that, well, every time I get into my car, I plug in the damn thing to charge it, the phone anyway. And so, you know, I'm like, what the hell do I want at wireless? When anyway, I'm going to plug in the damn thing to charge. I want the damn phone charging in the damn car. That That's true. If you And I have thought about that. You plug it in anyway, blah, blah, blah. Now, if you had a car where you had some place where you could just throw the phone and it would be charging wirelessly right. anyway. So, okay. and then yeah. Well, well, look, my, my wife's car has a wireless car plate with a wireless charging pad. And I will tell you the two, the two things that I found that are, or, that suck about this. Number one, these car charging pads. And, and I've, I've read about slow. They're kind of slow and shitty. And then the thing is that I keep fiddling with like, well, I didn't put the phone down right on the pad. Yeah. Or, 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 or so. And, and then you gotta, I, I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I'm f- fidgeting more to put the damn phone right on the pad for it to charge. Than you would if you just plugged it in. Yeah. And, and so I, I yes, it's, yes. it's so and, and the wired and the wired charging is still faster. And, Way faster. And, yeah. and so like, yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's so slow on the on the on the wireless pad that I found my wife has started freaking plugging in the damn phone anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, and and the thing is that sometimes the 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 sometimes the sin- signal gets interfered with on the wireless. Mm. Sometimes it's it's yeah, not common. I, I but- don't know. I, I I've I've just about uh, I've I've tried a few of the wireless chargers, and I'm close to going back to just doing wired all the time for the speed reasons it's just yeah anyway it's just we we have talked enough about cars like you know like and and movies well yeah but let's be honest here the movie was like five minutes out of well it's true (laughs) and we talked about your car for like 40 so now we're talking carplay so (laughs) and now we're talking carplay so yeah okay Let's take a now, break. Now we went back to Apple. So, of course, you know, but probably, you know, this we have pissed off probably all all the people that we could piss off at this point right now. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Anyone who actually came to the show for the politics is like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I've had to wait through all of this stuff. Of course, there is a fast forward button there. You know, every podcast player lets you skip forward. It does. Yes, although I do not use chapters in this podcast, as some people have you know said they would like, but I don't know. I I, I dislike chapters. Like when I am listening to something, I don't like the chapter feature, so I don't put it in my podcast. Damn it! Okay. 
And the the reason is simple. It's because, and of course, this depends on your podcast player too. But in last time I was doing anything with chapters and I wasn't using the podcast player I use, if you hit the next button, it goes to the next chapter instead of the next podcast. And that's just almost never what I want. And so I just got frustrated and unsubscribed from that podcast. Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) Ah. We are going to take a break, and then we will get to the main agenda of the show, which is going to be all the Donald Trump. I, I was going to say impeachment. It's not an impeachment now. It's an indictment. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about Donald Trump and his lovely documents and everything he's been doing. And, you know, we'll talk about that however long it seems we need to, and then we'll decide if we want to talk about anything else or whether we'll just be done. Yeah. So we'll see. Back after this. Do you want to understand what is really going on with the presidential election cycle? Then go to electiongraphs.com right away. There you'll find charts and graphs covering the nomination processes in both parties and the general election race for electoral college votes. For the delegate races, we track not just delegate totals, but also the ever-important analysis of how each candidate has to do with the remaining delegates in order to actually win. For the Electoral College, we track state-by-state poll averages to categorize which states are actually in play and which are not in order to show you the range of likely electoral results and how that changes over time. Sure, you can get some of this stuff elsewhere, but not in exactly the same way, and not from me. Sam, your prime curmudgeon. I think my election trackers are better than the rest, so come look at mine. Electiongraphs.com Since since there wasn't an Election Graphs promo, I will just say this. Um, First of all, I'm probably, yes, I'm checking. I am due to do another blog post on election graphs this weekend. So uh, uh, it'll probably come out sometime after this podcast comes out, but I'll probably do a blog post this weekend because it's been four weeks since my last one. But I will say the one significant thing that happened this week is for the first time since July, if you take my straight up election averages in every state and say whoever's ahead by even a tiny bit wins for the first time since July, Biden is ahead again. Ah. So Trump peaked almost exactly at the midterms in November and his situation has been deteriorating ever since. Um, and uh, Biden is once again, very narrowly, narrowly, narrowly in the lead in the electoral college. I, if you just give all the states to who's ahead uh, at the moment, uh, with the poll averages. And again, this is if the election is held today, it is not a prediction or a forecast in any way. It's if the election was today. You get Biden 276, Trump 262, which is Biden by 14. Um, now, my probabilistic views still have Trump with a slight edge because there are so many states that, that there are several states that, yes, Biden is ahead, but by just the tiniest little amount. So anyway, uh, that, that, that's that. So last we spoke, Yvonne, mm-hmm. um, we knew that Donald Trump had been indicted, but the actual indictment had not yet been released. 
So I actually put in a note at the beginning of last week's show to that effect because the indictment came out within less than 24 hours after we recorded and before I put the show out. So we did get the indictment drop. It was uh, 37 counts, not just seven against Donald Trump. Uh, his uh, valet got a, got a few counts as well. Um, and it, it was, the indictment was an easy read. I, I took I took uh, half an hour uh, between meetings the day that it dropped, and I just read the whole thing. Um, very detailed. It's got pictures. It's got quotes from recordings. Um, I mean, obviously, indictments are always just you know the prosecution getting to tell their story. We haven't heard from the defense yet, but it looks. It, it it was pretty bad. Uh, it, it, yes, he, it, it, it's it's. I mean, from what I've been able to gather, I mean, it's it, this guy basically. They have him on the record himself saying that he knows that the documents are, uh, you know, that he shouldn't have the documents. Because they they are what what the hell classified documents, and in one of the recordings he admitted to people that he could have declassified it while he was president, but that he didn't. And yeah, so now, now he did it's not classified. Yeah, it, 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 there's no question. He admits all that, and he admits he knows he shouldn't show it to people. He didn't. But he admit, still does that anyway. Yes, he, man, he still does it anyway. He does not admit what you said that he shouldn't have them. He continued. oh no no he shouldn't have oh, correct he he no, no, he didn't say that part that he shouldn't have them but 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 that they were conf- but but that they were uh, classified documents. I mean, basically, he admitted literally he admitted that he that. knew he shouldn't show them and he knew and that he knew he could have declassified them while he was president, but he was no longer able to. Right. Uh, and that they and which implies that therefore they are still classified. You're right. So this whole argument of I declassified them in my head before I left the presidency is it's horseshit. He, he, he entered by his own case. And, you know. And, and since then, he's been on TV, yes, once again, admitting to the crime over and over and over again. Now, he said in those same conversations, he always sort of says, and it's perfectly legal. But he's admitting <laughs> to the actual behavior. Like, again, and we we talked about this even before the indictment dropped, but like his... Not once have we heard Trump or his people actually say this stuff didn't happen. Right. They've only said it's everything was fine. Everything was legal, but they, they haven't been denying the actual facts and, and everybody who is not Donald Trump, his family or being paid by them practically. Um, yeah, that's not quite true. There's a whole bunch of fucking Republicans. We'll talk about them in a second. But all the experts of the law are like, no, they're completely and totally wrong about the law. Yeah, of course, this is illegal. And he's admitting the behavior flat out. And we've, in any normal 
like if, if, if things played out the way you'd normally go, you'd be like, there's no way this guy's not being convicted. Right. But of course but, there's all kinds of craziness as, as there well, always I mean, will be. Of course, with the guy Trump. is a, is the luckiest bastard on earth when, you know, it's in certain senses what he, you know, he goes to a judge and he gets basically what I, by the luck of the draw, he gets Judge Cannon, who yes. is the same judge who made up. Bent over backwards. Bent over backwards, made up law that nobody had ever heard of before. And all the experts were like, what is she doing? This is completely crazy. And then, um, got, and then an appeal got basically completely crushed. And, and an appeal got completely crushed and reversed and slapped down and all of this stuff. Um, while succeeding, by the way, in delaying the case, like at least a couple of months right. while it went through that process. Correct. Um, but all, for those of you who don't remember, it was all that stuff about it needs a special master and we're going to go through all the material and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to all kinds of stuff. Uh, and so he, it, through the luck of the draw, got her. And one of the big open questions right now is, will she mess with it? Will she do that kind of stuff again, going full out, all out mega? Because there are lots and lots of things the presiding judge can do to screw with the case if they wanted to. Yes. Um, and hold on, let me find the list. Okay, so let let, let me read this. I, I looked it up as a Politico article uh, published on June twelfth by Kyle Cheney. Trump drew one of his favorite judges. Here's how she could help his case. Uh, I recommend you guys read the whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I will just click off the headings. Uh, the pace of the case. She could decide how quickly or slowly to move proceedings along. Jury selection. Uh, she can put her, you know, her thumb on the case basically to on who can be dismissed and who can not. So she can, she can influence that way. Each of the, Defense and prosecution get a say in that too, but so does the judge, uh, and she can influence that. Pre-trial motions, uh, she can just decide to rule in favor of Trump if she wanted. Admissible evidence, what evidence is admissible, what evidence is not. Uh, how exactly the classified information is going to be handled and who has access to it and when. Um, and finally, there's some, oh, actually not finally, there are two more things. There's a Rule 29 acquittal. Uh, which basically says after the prosecution rests its case before it goes to the jury, she could just say, eh, they didn't make their case. We're done. Um, and then finally sentencing. Uh, she could, even if there was a, a conviction, conviction she, she could send him to, to no jail time. She could sentence him to zero. And, uh, you know, and apparently... Uh, you know, on the curmudgeon's corner slack, Yvonne, you said, but that's appealable. But I've seen the legal experts re uh, weigh in and say, actually, that's not. If she sentences and gives him a nothing sentence, it, you're done. Just, mm, just, I, I'm not sure which legal expert said that, but a sentence can be appealed. I, I, a, sentence I, I, can, it, it, a sentence can be appealed down. 
can't be appealed up. At least in this particular case, in the federal case, I've I've heard multiple multiple of the talking heads on TV have said that. Um, In any case, uh, talking heads on TV, yeah, fucking shit, yeah, these are you know same people that were saying, oh my god, I don't know, I heard some shit that were saying that I'm like, which court are you going to? Um, Yeah. well, the the thing. Eh, well, in any case, in any case, even if it's appealable, it is still uh, stuff she can mess with. Um, and we have yet to see will she mess with stuff. And we've heard, you know, th- and there are a few moments in the process where uh, the prosecution could potentially petition for her to be replaced to the next level of court up. Uh, but those are all, it, it's, it's a highly risky move. I've heard people say that they don't think Jack Smith is going to do that. He's just going to let it roll and see what happens. Um, and one of the reasons for that, um, is this might not be all right. <laughs> you know, we've got the New York stuff already underway. We got the Georgia stuff coming. Those are both state level on the federal level. We've got this, uh, it is looking very, very likely that there will also be an indictment related to January 6th stuff, probably not too far in the future. But also, also importantly, even related to the documents case, they left a lot of stuff on the table. Um, One, just an obvious uh, one. Okay, by the way, I've just double-checked because I don't know who the talking heads that you're going that thing about not being I don't able even to remember. I just know there were more than one. Is, yes. is, is, they're all wrong. Uh, no, I, I, I made up the I, higher I, and lower thing, but somebody said no, no, in this no, particular that, that, case, that, the sentence that, could not that's, be That's bullshit. That's not true. Okay. okay tell, I don't tell know me, who that is. Tell me what you found. Give the reference and tell me what you found. Listen, I'm looking for, well, I know it from experience. I've seen the sentence. Listen. I know this going back to the fact that in federal, in federal courts, there are guidelines for sentencing. Okay. All right. There are specific guidelines. And, uh, I know that there have been cases where judges have deviated. Okay. Downward in Mm -hmm. the sentencing guidelines, according to what the guidelines are and on appeal have been reversed. Okay. Uh, in in the past that I remember now, and, and I'm looking up and there's, uh, there is here from, uh, the first search I did, which came up with some law firm, okay, which actually says that thus a federal prosecutor might seek to appeal for a long sentences if he or she believes the trial court judge failed to follow the federal sentencing guidelines or some other applicable sentencing ah, rule. Ah, ah, but okay? in this case, for these particular laws, there is a maximum, but there is no minimum. No, I get that, but. It's appealable. I don't know in this case if they may be able to get it, but but you can appeal for a higher sentence. Um, I mean, anyway, the point is she can screw it. She she can screw with it, yeah, and it will make it complicated. Um, no, but let me get. I I I had moved on past that and was on something completely else, and you pulled us back. Well, you because, this because back. say, well, you can't appeal a sentence higher. That's bullshit. That's that's not true. I made up the sentence higher thing. The specific thing that I actually heard people say was in this specific circumstance with these specific charges in this specific case, if the judge gave a sentence of zero, they could not appeal it. And I don't know what specifics make it make that true. 
I, I well, I, I, like I said, I've seen sentences appealed before for multiple reasons. So I don't see why. And, and, and now what I understood is uh, that a sentence handed out by a jury can't be appealed. Mm-hmm. But a sentence issued by a judge that prosecutors can't appeal. Okay. That's basically the one thing that I know makes a difference. So what one summary I saw here is yes, sentences can appeal, but not just because the judge gave you a lighter sentence. There has to be a, a, a specific. Well, usually ba- it's pre- usually let me finish that. reading the damn quote. Okay. Go there has the to be some specific basis such as the sentence is illegal because the judge didn't follow a specific statute. Uh, so it's very rare for prosecution to file an appeal. Uh, so like if there was a legal mandatory minimum and the judge did not follow it, that would be appealable. Um, or if the judge specifically did something wrong in the sentencing procedure, but if, if, uh, but there has to be something specific that where the, the sentence was actually illegal. Well, so, we'll see. I don't know. We're, we're, we're getting to that. The point, well, and I shouldn't, I, I, before I even mentioned it, I thought to myself, I should not even say this because Yvonne is going to go off. But I have heard, if it was just one person I'd heard it from, that would be one thing. But I've heard this re- repeated multiple times by multiple people who I cannot, of course, remember at this moment. But anyway, <laughs> I had been trying to move past that to say, okay. basically, the whole, the, the thing is, though, that even though she has all kinds of ways she could screw with this case, um, people have been saying they feel like it's unlikely that the special prosecutor will specifically try to get her replaced um, unless an issue actually gets appealed and they have a specific reason that they can like, Go to the go to the appeals court and say not only should she be reversed on this, but she's shown by multiple reversals by. that maybe you should just take her off the case, right? right. Um, right. But absent that, they don't think they will. Um, and one of the reasons is because there are these other cases. Um, right. And I was listing them: there's New York, there's Georgia, there's potential well, federal. Uh, cases uh, going on with January 6th. But then also what I was mentioning is even on the documents case, first of all, they included in this indictment 31 counts uh, uh, on specific documents that Donald Trump was holding that he should not have been holding. Mm -hmm. But they actually seized something like 300 documents that he should not be holding. Well, I, I so, think that's no, they, it looks like they held back stuff. Yeah, and there, there's, there's two them. reasons that they would hold back there. One is any, any of these classified documents that are brought up may have to be, you know, they'll be brought up and discussed in court. And so they would have had to go, go through a process with the intelligence community, basically saying, which of these documents are you actually okay with us taking to court? Are there some of these that are so sensitive that we shouldn't even mention them? And then those would be taken off the table. And then also what we're talking about here is potentially holding some back for purposes of, hey, you could have another shot at this with additional charges on additional documents 
if this went against you this way. Um, however, with that, you 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 probably couldn't redo the obstruction of justice and the other things, but you would have documents there. The other thing that they pretty clearly left on the table right now is actually showing the documents. You mentioned in the indictment, they have these quotes from an incident where Donald Trump was showing the document to a couple people who weren't supposed to have see it. Um, and they were actually had two separate incidents, the ones that had been reported previously and another one. Um, but there were no charges about that. There were no charges about showing the documents and uh, or distributing the documents, anything like that. There was there was nothing about that. And if there were ever going to be charges about that, because at least the examples we've heard so far happened in New Jersey. So if they were going to go for charges of uh, actually showing the documents to people, they could file them in New Jersey, uh, completely separate from these Florida charges. Um, and I I don't know that they would, um, but that's back pocket stuff that is there right. if they need it at some point. But, you know, p- people put it this way. Between these four cases, you know, you only need one of them to actually get a conviction. Right. You know, you, Donald Trump, in order to get out of this cleanly has to win all of them. Yes. You know, and, and so, uh, and, and, and even if, even if you take the scenario where, okay, he wins the election, he's president again, he makes the DOJ drop all the federal charges or pardons himself. If that's gone along that far, um, which there's legal argument on whether or not you can pardon yourself, but if he tried it, like, who's going to, if we get to that point, things are so screwed up anyway, that like who the hell knows what would happen, but you still have the state charges. Right. But although even with the state charges, if he actually won the election, how do they go about enforcing that? Like it's, 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 well, well, it depends. I mean, I I think the one thing with the state charges that I would expect is that he would have to be arrested, thrown in jail before the election. And at that point, I mean, even if once the election, what are you going to do? Well, they got him in jail. So, so what? He, he can be president from jail, but what, if, what if he became oh. president first before those cases got to their conclusion? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, I mean, do you, do, you, do, you have, do you have the Georgia state police walk up to the white house and put him into custody? I mean, that would issue the warrant. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't like the bottom line is if we get to those, any of those kind of scenarios, like the utter chaos that we'd be in. I mean, I, I, I started thinking about this and I, you know, I really, I, 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 I mean, I thought about this in a couple of ways that I'm like, Will the fucking Republicans just really, with all these people jumping into the race, yeah, just fucking trot out this asshole again that is under every fucking possible criminal indictment known to man? Well, you know, and and this is the thing, too. I mean, this is what all of these other people running, and we've talked about this before, they've got to think that, like, 
their path to winning is somehow Trump is somehow the feds take care of Trump or he actually does completely implode at some point. And even amongst, amongst Republicans, yeah, it starts to look like, okay, he can never win. There's so much drama. Can we just have the drama over? Let's right. go for DeSantis or whoever. Or, or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and just from the sheer exhaustion of dealing with this crap. And by the way, and, and some people, this whole, and listen, this whole dream that, listen, come on, DeSantis wins the White House, he's going to pardon Trump? Fuck that. I'll probably like put the second lock on and make sure that son of a bitch doesn't get out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I well, the, the other I thing mean, I do know, there is no advantage to these guys. If you vanquished them already, you're gonna fucking let them out. No way. Here's the scenario though if Trump actually loses the Republican n- nomination. Do you actually see him sort of going along calmly in this scenario? No, he's going to do everything. Third party. He's going to go third party or he's, or even absent that he's going to do everything he possibly can to sabotage them. No, I I, I get that. But at the same time, you know, this whole thing that somebody said that, look, if any of these other guys that aren't Republicans get to the white house before him or is like the VP I'm the VP and he's, oh, he's in jail. I'm going to pardon him. Fuck that. There is no, I, I am like, this has got to be the dumbest son of a bitch ever. I mean, you've got him in jail. You got the, you've got the white house. What the fuck are you doing? You're going to give it to him. What are you nuts? Like the, if the, if the president is actually in jail, you know, you either work out a circumstance where he can, somehow do the job from jail or you just say he's incapable of uh performing his duties so therefore the vice president is acting president as long exactly as that's it and, and and yeah you're right like the vice president's gonna bust him out at that point no no <laughs> um but yeah i, I keep thinking like it, any of these scenarios playing out this way like it, it feels like it feels like the same kind of thing where we're always talking about brokered conventions and things like that, where the super crazy scenario, if that can't happen, right? Something normal will happen before we get we there. We got a guy <laughs> running for president who is the GOP favorite, who is under multiple criminal investigations I know, and is already I... indicted. How much more crazy do you want this to get? I mean, it's... I, I, it's and according to the polling it's a dead heat right now right it's not like you would think in a normal world if this was the case like biden would be crushing him it would be a landslide but no no it's a dead heat it could you know and and trump trump has been deteriorating but it's still a dead heat right but listen but his support right now i i have to say it's gotta be faltering it's right. look warm. Look, because yeah. if, even if among Republicans, were, even among Republicans, even among the listen, you remember what happened in New York where he was like clamoring for people to go out there and protest for him and how he did him. the same thing for the indictment this week. Right. And, 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 and they didn't show nobody. They didn't fucking show. Showed up. Nobody they didn't show up. There. And by the way, those guys 
that he was clamoring for show up. I didn't hear them this time say it, but the last time they loudly said it, they were like, fuck that. He let us go to jail. The hell with him. We went out there and we were going to take the White House for him. And you know what he did? He let us go. He let us flounder and we went, wound up in jail. Fuck him. You know, if Donald Trump was not as stupid as he is and as, was not as vindictive as he is and as petty as he is, on his way out, he would have just signed a blanket pardon for anybody who was at the Capitol that day. Right. And, you know. But he thought they were losers. He thought they were losers because, like, they didn't succeed. Right. So fuck them, right? Like right. that, yeah. Because because of course that's as far as it goes for him is like they they were supposed to come here and make sure I stayed president and they failed. So screw them. Exactly. Screw them. And, and not like I'm defending the January six people. I think it would have been awful if he no. Had what I'm them, just saying is that the whole point is that he's dumb. He will stab, he's he will stab in the back. Even his most diehard uh, supporters, yes. without you know, without even thinking about it, one second, and people are figuring that out, like slowly but surely. You know, I mean, I the know. other day, you remember uh, what's her name? That idiot, Kaylee McEnany, whatever the one that yeah, dressed yeah, like okay. a cheerleader. It yeah. was his yeah. press press secretary. The other day, he said something. You know, she said something about about him that wasn't even like really negative but i guess somebody spun it into negative he was taking her out calling her an idiot i mean just just ripping her to shreds mm-hmm. it, this this is a person that basically just went out there minute second day after day every living breathing moment that that person has and fucking lied for him you know nonstop and he misheard something, whatever, and he completely took her out. Right. Um, a, cu- a couple other things I want to make sure we mention on this. One is the actual documents listed in the indictment. Like there was a lot of talk for a long time about, yeah, you had all these documents. And even if they're classified, like some things are overclassified. Like, yeah, they they're, they could be innocuous documents. They could be nothing, you know? But these were innocuous documents. They were not. They they were, they were, you know, the one that we talked about him showing to the reporters or whatever, that was war plans for Iran. Like if we had to attack to Iran, what if talk to, if we had to attack Iran, what would we do? If we had to go to a full scale war with Iran, he was showing plans for that to random people in his office. Um, There are stuff about the nuclear capabilities of other countries and of our own capabilities. Yeah, there were just all of, you know, the example after example after example, nothing that was included in this indictment was innocuous. Now, amongst all of the documents that he took that he shouldn't have, were there innocuous things? I'm sure there were. There were reports early on that one of the things that he had that he was not supposed to have because it actually was a federal government official record that was supposed to be held by the archives was that stupid hurricane map that he drew on with a sharp. <laughs> okay. No one fucking cares about that map. Okay. No. 
Like no, it, nobody te- wanted to keep it. No, no. Technically speaking, he should not have had it. It belonged at the archives. Blah blah blah. But if that was the thing I mean, he kept, nobody, nobody cared. would yeah, care. Nobody cared. Like, <laughs> no, if that's but, what he would have kept. Nobody gave it gave a shit. Right. Yeah, and so there was stuff like that amongst the stuff, but there were you know several hundred things that did matter, and so. And, and and I'll add to that, you know, the indictment included more information on where exactly in Mar-a-Lago this crap was. And it ended up in a storage room, but before it was in the storage room, it tons of these boxes were just sitting on a stage in a ballroom at Mar-a-Lago. Well, the other ones were in the toilet. And then there, and then they were moved to a toilet. <laughs> Or I should say a bathroom because it had showers in there too. And apparently there were a bunch of boxes in the shower as well. Um, They spent some time in his office. But the ones that I, I, I think about the most here are the ballroom and the bathroom. Because these were not secured in the slightest. People coming and going all the time. Right. And we know there have been news reports of at least three different people taken into custody at Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Two that are potential Chinese spies. And yes. a third who was pretending to be like a Rothschild or something <laughs> nutso. I, I I forget what it was. You know, but but at the very least we know about those three, and there are probably more that we don't know about, because you gotta know that that place for his entire presidency and potentially afterwards as well, was, had got to be one of the top targets of foreign espionage out there. Because, <laughs> you know, both by, you could just buy a freaking me- a me- membership and start wandering around, or I'm sure you, you they, they hire people as staff all the time, apparently with not very much vetting at all. Like, you know, so I you want to be, you a, know, why, why, you know, come on. Why? You want to be a, you, you want to be a maintenance person or a housekeeper at Mar-a-Lago? Sure. Yeah. Like the, the fact that, you know, you come from North Korea or Russia or Saudi or something. <laughs> that's great. Who cares? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Great. Will you work for minimum wage? Okay, cool. Yes. You know, and uh, it's probably a slight exaggeration, but the point is the place is not secure in the slightest. And no. some of the early reports had at least we're talking about, oh, okay, it was in a locked storage room. This was not in a locked storage room most of the time. No, it, 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 yeah, locked storage room. So, so what do you think of the toil? What? So he would go take a shit over there to start like perusing his documents. Is that what he was doing? I, 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 I don't think so, actually. You don't think so? I think he probably sticks to his private bathroom. I think this was this was just an extra space that they could throw some stuff in when they weren't having weddings. But but is it that you know? I, I don't know about you, but but I, I sometimes go like for example, uh, it, it, over here my house, I like to avoid like the master bathroom and use actually the guest bathroom to go to go do that because. My wife will be using the bathroom, so I don't want to. I don't want to be. Do, I don't want to be taking a dump while she's there. So I'll go use the other bathroom. So maybe you know, and you want to stay away from people, or whatever. I mean, certain places I would go. Yeah, but use- this is more like the public bathroom that the people who are having a, a, a who rented the place for a wedding use and stuff like that. 
actually, I think it, it was like the pool bathroom, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know. So maybe nobody really went to that bathroom. I, well, once it was full of boxes, they couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> My God, hell. This guy had a bathroom full of, like, cop- classified documents. And I'm like, he's just, I mean, you know. It, but here's the worst thing. Yeah. You know, they tried to, you know, come to an agreement with him about this whole thing. Oh, yes. I'd almost forgotten about this. And, 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 and he refused. Well, oh, no, I, I, actually, just, just to be clear, this was not DOJ. Well, it depends what part of the process you're talking about. Yes. DOJ from the very beginning was just, uh, well, even before DOJ was involved, of course, the archives asked over and over right. and over again to just get the documents. Then he was. Then DOJ asked him politely a couple times. Then they subpoenaed him. And then after the subpoena, then was going to be the raid, right? Right. But at one point, and I think fairly late along in that process, his lawyer, one of his lawyers was like, make a freaking deal. Just give them all the stuff and make a deal. And Trump is like, no. Like this whole thing all along, and everybody said this over and over again, all he needed to do was the first time some, some the first time someone asked, or hell, even the fifth time they asked, just give back all the stuff. Right. And we would not be here. Right. You know, like the the reason we're here today is over and over and over again, he refused to give back the stuff. Because right. as he keeps saying, it's mine, mine, all mine. He is he is on TV every day now. He's now demanding on social media and in his speeches that the federal government give him back the government, the, the federal government give him back the documents they stole from him. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Oh God. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. You know, God. Jesus. Now, mo- moving from that, the next bit is like how all the miscellaneous Republicans have been responding to this. There are a very small handful, including Mitt Romney, uh, what's that guy, Asa Hutchinson, maybe Chris Christie. Oh, Chris Christie is hammering him. Who? Yeah, these guys who have been saying not only did he um, was this wrong, but the DOJ is right to go after him for it. Right. But most Republicans. Even a few who've said that uh, Nikki Haley has been hammering him too. Well, Nikki Haley has gone back and forth a little bit. Like Nikki, well, Haley, she's, she's but, been, yeah, but she's actually, she's but been, she's, but, but she's actually said negative things. Yes. She has said negative things, but let's go through like, cause she's the next category beyond the first ones I mentioned there. There's the first set who are very rare, who are consistent. This is wrong. DOJ should go after him. He looked, yeah, if he's guilty, he should be punished, et cetera, et cetera. That's a very small group of Republicans. The next is sort of the Nikki Haley type who have said 
that this looks bad. He shouldn't have done this. It looks like he was irresponsible. But then they say things like, but D and, and Mike Pence said this too, but DOJ should have, should have found a solution that did not involve an indictment. And then Nikki Haley has said, well, and if she won, she might pardon him because the country would need to just get over this. <laughs> and then you get to the vast bulk of Republicans at this point who are just saying, this is unfair. They didn't go after Hillary Clinton like this. They're not going after Joe Biden. So why are they going after Donald Trump? This is unfair. Uh, this is political harassment. This is weaponizing the Department of Justice. Meanwhile, you know, they're talking about Biden weaponizing the Department of Justice. And Trump is giving speeches explicitly saying that if he wins, he's gonna set he's gonna set the DOJ on Biden. Yep. On day one. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know, it, it has seemed to like there, there, it, it did shift a little bit after the actual indictment came out with the details, uh, because there were some people who were immediately jumping to the, you know, what about Joe Biden? What about Clinton? This is unfair weaponization, blah, blah, blah. And some of those people backed off a little bit once they read the indictment. Uh, but most of them are still there as far as I can tell. I, but you know, this is like the, uh, the standard substandard response that you get right now where mm -hmm. I, I saw a chart of like, uh, Republicans where, yeah. you know, what they're saying this in was public in versus, yeah. in the New York times versus what they're saying in public versus what the fuck they really think. And Jesus, look. All these guys, come on, man. People have been saying since 2015 that the standard Republican position is to support Donald Trump in, pu in public and in private be like, oh my God, I can't believe how horrible this person is. I wish the Democrats would take care of him for us. Right. I mean, basically. I mean, that's the reality. I mean, and if all the texts at Fox didn't, you know, clarify that to you, I none of these people, whatever they're saying in public is anywhere close to their true feelings on it. But at the same time, if they won't say it in public, it almost doesn't matter. Well, but what that means, listen, there that also creates an enthusiasm gap to this whole damn thing. Yeah, it, it does create an enthusiasm gap, but the the bottom line is like you know, what you expect a leader to do <laughs> is to come out what with what they think the way is and bring their people along and convince their people. And, you know, you, you, if you had the major Republican leadership from the very beginning with a unified front against Donald Trump, we may never have had the Donald Trump presidency, but that's not the world we live in. The world we live in is all of these people are afraid of yes. Trump's base yes. because they know, or at least they feel, that if they go strongly against Trump, then they get screwed they'll in the next, prior, in the next primary. Votes. 
They oh, and specifically in the primaries. Yeah. Because if you most Republicans in Congress are in safe Republican places where the general election does not matter, and the only thing that matters it's all to about them is the, the primary. primary. Yep. Yes. Now there there are a few that are in purple areas, and that's a different dynamic. But most people in both parties, to be honest, in both parties, most incumbents are in places where the primary is the real battle, not the general. Right. And so, yeah, so they're afraid. They're afraid. And because they're all afraid, nothing happens. And we're we're, very, very afraid. And so we're in this scenario where once again, we got Donald Trump plus a stupid mayor of Miami jumped in like yesterday or something. (laughs) This is the guy I had shared about in, in the Carbudge supporter Slack earlier that he was getting paid by developers. I mean, he's taking pay, oh, it's but the same guy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> I that guy. I put it together in my head. Yes. That, that's that guy that was taking payoffs from developers that were pushing projects in front and now of he's city. running for president. Yes. Th- this guy has been pushing crypto scams. This guy is one of the most crooked bastards there is in history. And for whatever the hell damn reason, I have no idea why he thinks he he is a viable GOP presidential candidate. Well, well I guess because he's a crook and that I guess that that's the main qualification, right? Well, here's here's the thing though. Like of all these people running, again, like they're all you know, maybe DeSantis thinks he can actually be president, okay? But I once, think the Santas definitely thinks. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is once you what I'm saying is once you get further down the list, you're talking about people who are just trying to increase their visibility for future runs later, or they're just using it as a money making opportunity, uh, you know, increase their visibility and then get on Fox News or Newsmax or whatever. You know, it's not it's not really about, you know becoming president it's about serving themselves in other ways but i look i do think i think there are some but i i do think that these guys have such a big ego for the most part that they think they can win they really do i mean you don't run for this many elections like these guys that you just don't run it run as a throwaway i just don't believe that that's the case i do think that these people think that they could win I think there's some shot. of them that do, but oh, like, yeah. but not, not all of them. Not I, all I, of them, but I'm going to say the majority of them do. I'd, I'd I, say, th- I'd say the bottom half of the field damn well knows they're not going to win this time around anyway. I mean, yeah, they're all delusional anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. What, 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 what else we got here? Um, possible Trump defense tactics. Um, He's going to drop his pants and take a shit in the middle of the courtroom. Well, I've actually said for a long time, like if only Trump would let him, an insanity defense would not be a bad defense here. Exactly. You know, you know we'll go in the middle of the trial, just drop his pants, take a shit in the middle of the courtroom. There you go. That's it. <laughs> but I don't think Trump would let him. Just, just like Trump, you know, the rational thing to do is take a plea deal at this point. Yeah. And he could probably get off with almost nothing. I, I I believe that he could get off with almost nothing. Yes, he could. He could potentially do the uh, 
the Spiro Agnew thing, where basically he gets off with nothing other than an agreement not to run for anything ever again. Exactly. Right. But he won't agree to that, but he won't never agree to that anyway. Or he'd agree to it and then do it anyway. Right. You know, uh, but, you know, just like that, I don't think there, there's there's defenses that Trump just won't do because his we, ego won't allow. Doing doing a plea deal is one of those. Doing an insanity defense is another. Um, but more at this point, well, first thing he has to do is get some lawyers because he doesn't. Well, he's having difficulty with that. He's having why. difficulty getting lawyers. He's using some that just don't. He could potentially go with the ones he has for the rest, but they don't have the experience that you would want in a case like this. Um, but nobody wants to get tainted being a lawyer. Nobody wants to deal with him anymore. No serious one. No, no serious lawyer wants to take on this kind of a, a client. Right. Because he doesn't follow advice nope. and he goes off. I mean, as simple as the stuff we were talking about earlier. Every day, practically, I am hearing about him saying things in public that incriminate him more. Right. You know, the first thing any competent lawyer in this kind of situation tells you is to shut the fuck up. That's the first thing that every attorney I've dealt with has told me, just shut up. Yeah. I mean, just shut the fuck up. This is, you know, the less talking, the better, period. That's it. So the things they are going to do, apparently, some of the things we've been hearing, um, is they are going to allege prosecutorial misconduct, uh, basically on the theory that the prosecutors asked the lawyers to reveal some stuff that was attorney-client privileged. Now, of course, the problem with this is the prosecutors went to court to pierce the privilege and there were several levels of appeal and they won, Mm -hmm. but they essentially still want to make a motion that none of the evidence that came from the lawyers should be admitted because none of that was proper. uh, Even though they did everything right to get that information. Um, I don't know what else Uh, people keep saying like, his tactic is delay, 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 delay. We'll see if that goes. In this case, you know, the judge may help with that or she may not. Like, we just don't know. Um, the, the Again, we talked about her earlier, but the extremes are on one hand, if she decides to go full MAGA, she can do all kinds of stuff to tank this case. But the flip side of that is people are like, she really got spanked by the appeal court last year. Maybe she's going to want to rehabilitate her reputation by playing it completely straight and not giving Trump all these extra stuff this time around. Right. Who knows? We could be anywhere in between. Of course, I've heard other people say, well, you know, if she does get Trump out of this and, and he wins and he becomes president again, she's got a sure shot at the next Supreme Court slot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I, Jesus, I, 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 I laughed out because it's impossible. I laugh because it's, yeah, I could see, I could see her thinking that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Be be besides defense. Next thing is Walt Nauta. This uh, 
His oh, ballet. Fucking idiot. This is another one where for some reason, like he was apparently offered multiple opportunities to cooperate and he yep. just lied to the FBI and such instead. What a genius. Um, I don't know what loyalty he has for Donald Trump, but you know, uh, what's his name? Michael Cohen has been on TV repeatedly saying, Walt, Walt, he will stab you in the back. Yes. Run. Yes. Run. Get out of here. You know, I mean, that's exactly what he'll do the first chance he gets. I mean, for God's sakes. Well, and of course it's happening even right now. Like Walt Nauta was not, did not fully go through the arraignment process because he did not have a local lawyer at all. And so he's got a, another date scheduled for later this month. Um, but at the meantime, the lawyer he does have is paid for by Donald. I mean, that, how, I mean, and what, what is that lawyer going to do? Bury him in favor of Donald. That's it. Exactly. Like, you know, if, if, if this, if this guy had any sense whatsoever, he would quit his job with Donald Trump, get himself his, a, a completely independent lawyer and fucking flip right yep. now. He yep. should have done it months ago, but he could probably still do it now. And he would, and if, if he has anything new to give on Donald Trump that has not already been given, I mean, that might be his problem at this point. Like if he has nothing new to add, they don't need him. Right. But if he has something new to add, he could get off scot-free from this fucking thing. Like a little probation or something. If yep. he gave up what he knew. But so far, nope, doesn't look like that's happening. And, and and again, it may be too late. The feds may be like, you know, six months ago, you could have done that. But at this point, we don't need you. Yeah. You know? <sighs> well, by the way, you know, I, 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 this whole thing with, with this guy. And it's. I still always just get shocked how he manages to like put these people that are close to him in some kind of like a temporary trance. Right. To be like completely to his bidding, like to this extreme. And they don't see that everybody else that has done it winds up getting fucked. And how can you not know at this point? I don't know, man. I don't get, Oh, I'm the one that's not going to get fucked. You know, I, mean, no, I, I will say this. I mean, sometimes yeah. we do the, I, I know that when I was younger, yeah. sometimes I would do these this with women, you <laughs> know, this, this girl screwed over everybody. Oh, no, no, no. But she's not going to do it to me. No, because she really loves me. Right. Ah, what an idiot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, stupid. Like what, what the hell was I thinking? And that's what I think happens with these people. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's loyal to me. I mean, it was all a the freaking people. cartoon about it. Yes, I know. It's a great cartoon. I wish I could find it. Jesus Christ. With all the people on the little treadmill going around. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah the whatever. Back, and just on the exit, stab in the back. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I just, Walt, <laughs> you know, just. If you're listening. Oh yeah, give he's it up. He's much more likely to hear Michael Cohen than he is to hear us. But yes, <laughs> but, if, but if he's listening, 
But if he's listening, I, I wouldn't put it the way Cohen was like, run, run. Okay. The way he put, no, he shouldn't like try to escape. Like he should separate himself from Donald Trump and maybe, work with the fat. Try to explain his escape. Maybe he just goes to Morocco or somewhere. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, final thing on this, I think, unless you think of something else uh, is the feds, when they were at the, um, the arraignment, the judge was asking about what conditions do you want to put on Trump? And special counsel was like, nothing. We don't even want to ask for anything. And the judge who, by the way, was some temporary judge, not judge Cannon that we were talking about earlier, but was like, are you sure? Because normally in this situation, we would require him to give up his passport. We would require him to stay in Southern Florida. We would require him to uh, check in regularly with a, with a parole officer. We would, we would, there's a whole list of things that the the judge basically said, like we would normally do all this. I get that. And the feds themselves were like, nope, we don't want any of that. And we would not object to it if you insist, but we're not going to ask for anything. And the judge did insist on one thing, which was um, about restricting communication with potential witnesses. And they Uh basically asked the prosecutors for a list of people that they think Donald Trump should not be talking to that they would then pass on. Uh, One of them is obviously his co-defendant, Walt Nauta. But the problem is he still works as Trump's valet. Like as they were leaving the arraignment, he went and followed Donald Trump and got behind him to take his stuff and hold his stuff while he went to the car, (laughs) you know? And and so they were like, well, you know, we don't want him to have to give up his employment. So we're not going to say you can't talk to Donald Trump at all, but you can't talk about the case. Okay. And that's the condition as it exists now with no, no enforcement mechanism or anything, I guess just, you know, they said, please don't talk about the case. Yeah. Now here's my thought on this is that the feds are okay with this because of how Donald Trump freaking behaves. Well, it's not just that. No, but it, I it's that either, well, you know, well, let me, let me finish this. About fleeing. There's two things. One, they want to, they want to make it absolutely clear that they, you know, despite everything that the Trump camp is saying about how unfair this is, blah, blah, blah. They're bending over backwards. <laughs> Yep. To give him yep. every deference, every opportunity, every whatever, to r- respect his former position, etc. Um, I mean, hell, the fact that it took as long as it did to get to this point is part of that. Um, but, uh, but also just the, this kind of stuff. Look, he's a former president. He's surrounded by Secret Service. We don't think he's really a flight risk, um, etc., etc., etc. We'll give him that. But also... Without these restrictions, like we talked about before, he's further incriminating himself almost every day. Yeah, so why not let him? Let him. And right. the judges said, you know, don't talk to Nauta. Now all they need is some random person reporting that, oh, yeah, we saw them talking about the case. And he can be in even more trouble, right. you know? Um, 
and and in the meantime, like with all of this, from everything we've seen about Donald Trump, you you leave him loose, he's going to commit another crime next week. He, he can't help himself. Yeah, and that I mean, this is what we when he left office, we said that even if prosecutors have trouble going after him for things that he did while he was president for one reason or another. Don't worry. He'll commit more crimes. And guess what? That's exactly what we're talking about right now. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else to say about Trump? Uh, you know, I did, I did briefly talk about what happened downtown during this thing in terms yeah. of the, 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 the Nobody guys showed didn't up. show up. Yeah. And you know, it, it was uh I heard from some people they 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 were there live um as it happened and all you had was some oddballs and some some weirdos with stupid stuff but And I but saw nothing. some of the interviews with them they were completely like oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Like, they showed them pictures from the indictment and they're like no that can't possibly be if he had anything, he would have had it very secure. And blah, they blah, had blah. this guy who is blacks for Trump. I mean, yeah. just just a group of people. They're just ridiculous. And, then, and mo- most of them aren't black, but yeah, most of them. Yeah, but you know, anyway, some but, are. But the leader is black. Yep. You know, the guy. And then they had this one guy driving around with a truck that had this thing of Trump um, standing outside a jail, where inside of it were. Inside this, inside this jail, these are pictures that he put on this tr- on this truck. It's like one of these advertising trucks, and he was towing it behind this pickup truck, and it had this, this these like uh, big pictures. It showed like a jail where Donald was outside as a jailkeeper, and inside were Clinton, uh, Hil- you know, Bill Clinton, Hillary, Obama, Kamala. All of these people like them in jail because he's going to put them all in jail. Uh, it, it was just a whole. Th- that's kind of like the 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 scene. Basically, the guy that was down there said this was the. I mean, it was like I. I mean, he was like, "Where the hell am I? Hell, this is ridiculous." It was just it, the the group of people that showed up was just so insane yeah and by the way i that just reminds me of one additional thing and i know we've said it before in the show and i hate that we're repetitive so often but by god like all of these people talking about like they're they're clearly two levels of justice one for donald trump and one for everybody else yeah um implying that in some way he is being targeted because he is donald trump oh my god if it is so completely the opposite of that. He has gotten so much deferential treatment that anybody else who had done the same shit would have been, everything would have moved faster. They would have gotten much harsher. Oh, treatment. hell yeah. You know, like hell, we talk, if we, it was say like, well, like this guy to right? Yeah, the, isn't the, the, isn't the like fucking like a jail already? Yeah, we 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 mentioned that last time. I and I meant to check, but I didn't. Last last time we we 
said we thought he was in jail pending trial and had not been released on bail or anything, but we didn't actually check. I'm, I'm checking. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Check. Check. Ordered to remain in jail as he awaits trial. Yes. There he go. is locked up. Yes. And and that would be normal. Right. I mean, now he was charged with distributing the docs, not just having them, but there are plenty of other examples. Um, now, and, and people, people do bring up the examples of people well, who didn't. And they look, bring look, look, wait, wait, wait. But he yeah. basically did the same shit that Donald was. He was showing the documents off really to show off the people. To his friends. To his friends. The same thing as Donald. And then, of course, some of those people leak them further. But yes. Right. Um, and, and as far as we know, that hasn't happened yet, but like, and people keep comparing, like I said, to, to, to what Biden did or what Pence did or what that general did a few years ago. All of them are completely different classes of things, mm. you know? And, and again, it's just like, no, Donald Trump has had kid glove treatment this whole goddamn time. Fuck yes. You know, and yeah. Yes. So yes, there are two levels of justice or whatever, but Donald Trump's getting the benefit from that, not the bad side of that. No, not even close. You know, and and honestly, like if, if it was a prominent Democrat, they would probably get some kid glove treatment too. You know, mm. because there is some, well, you, you I, give deference to some of these high level people and they rich people get better treatment. High level people get better treatment. Well, I guess All of John Edwards got prosecuted, you know, yes. he, 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 and you know, I don't, well, he didn't get thrown in jail. It was a different case. You know, well, and he, he, he ended up having it thrown out because some right. prosecutors screwed up, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not saying people don't get prosecuted. I'm just saying that the government does take extra care and is extra careful if the person they are going after is rich or famous or prominent in other ways because they want to make damn sure they get it right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I think we are done here, Yvonne. We do not need two more topics. That no, we don't. Way need. too no. long. No. Um, no, so, uh, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, I, I, I can hear Yvonne tiring rapidly. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we're at curmudgeons-corner.com. Please go there, see all our archives, find out our email, our t- not our Twitter, not our. T- I almost said Twitter. Our email, our Mastodon our uh, Facebook, uh, and of course, our Patreon, where you can give us uh, some money to help with the show. Uh, We appreciate that. And uh, at various levels, uh, we mention you on the show. We ring a bell for you. We'll send you a mug. We'll send you a postcard, all kinds of stuff like that that's fun. Uh, And very importantly, for $2 a month or more, or if you ask us really nicely, we will invite you to our Commudgeons Corner Slack, or if you ha- or if you're mean, yeah, yeah, or if you ask angrily and yeah, you know, demand it, anything, yeah, you know, pound the table. We would just like more people on our Slack. I mean, I love the people who are there all the time, but the Go pound more, the table. The, the the more people are that are there, the more fun it will be. So, like, yeah, come join us. Um, anyway, uh, there we're um. Uh, we're sharing things 
stories, news stories, things that are happening, and just chatting throughout the week. Uh, and we'd love to have more of you. So, Yvonne, as the one last thing, as we often do, name one thing that we have discussed on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack that we have not talked about at all on the show. Well, didn't we haven't really discussed because I just posted it like this afternoon, but uh, you know there you know how the when the Russian war against Ukraine started, yeah. uh, quite a lot of sanctions were put on a lot of very rich Russians. Yeah. And one of the things is that the Russians, man, they love mega yachts. I mean, these, these guys that have a lot of money uh, really had a lot of these like lying around. Okay. Really okay. expensive ones. I mean, you know, they, you know, we're talking, 300, 400 feet, yachts worth 80, 100 million dollars, a lot of them, okay? And the one thing is that there is this one guy who basically had two of them that just abandoned them. And then said, but isn't this boat yours? No, 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 it's not mine. I don't know what you're talking about. Not me, whatever. And two, literally, like, these yachts were, like, less than five years old, I think that between these two boats, they had to be worth like about uh, 150, 200 million dollars worth of yachts, the two of them. And one of them was in Antigua. And Antigua is a relatively small island. This yacht basically wound up there. The owner, the guy disavowed that he owned it. Um, the, the crew was not getting paid. A lot of them left. Uh, and the government was trying to seize it. And uh, they they seized it uh, finally, and they had well, one thing they needed was that the U.S. had to lift. Uh, it, it was listed at uh, at this place where they list sanctioned assets, and if it had that sanction, then they wanted to auction off the boat, but then nobody could could like register it. You you couldn't take the boat. You know, if the boat wound up, you bought the boat. You didn't have that sanction lifted. You you go into you could go somewhere and the U.S. government could seize the boat from you, okay? Um, so they wound up, the U.S. government finally lifted it. They went and they put it at auction. They suspected, because they have seen this happen before, that the sanction lifted and through a straw buyer that maybe they thought that the owner was going to wind up buying the boat back. But apparently mm-hmm. they did something to be able to weed out those. Uh, and it wound up being that the yacht in Antigua, Got bought by Eric Schmidt, the ex CEO of Google, uh, for a cool sixty eight million bucks. And apparently, you're saying he got a really good deal. Uh, <laughs> yes, at sixty eight million uh, uh, for for this yacht. Uh, so it, it's finally it's one of those that uh, it's been disposed of. There's but there, I, I found out I, I'm following this. Uh, this guy who is uh, reports on yachts on YouTube, he's pretty good. He got, he's got sources all over the place. Man, there is this entire fleet of Russian mega yachts just playing hide and seek all mm. over the world to not get seized. It's crazy. And, you know, they keep reporting, oh, look, we sh- this was showed up in, in the Maldives. It showed up here. They, you know, where the hell is showing up? But they are literally just playing hide and seek. You know, with authorities trying to seize the boats. I mean, there's this other yacht that is Putin's. Look, everybody says it has to be Putin's. Basically, he's abandoned it in Italy. Right. And it's been seized. 
it's just there is that there's a one that's identical that was an oligarch friend of of his head they seized that one too i mean i i do think that it's like poetic justice to have eric schmidt by you know have one of our <coughs> have one of our billionaires you know take away their your precious little toy so mm. <laughs> and he got a deal i mean 68 million is quite a part i mean I when are it. you grabbing one of these Yvonne? I'll, I'll I'll get into one of the next auctions soon. I mean, you know, especially with our stocks soaring like right now at, at work. I'm, I mean, you know, soon I'll be, you know, you know, you know yeah, we'll, we'll pick up one or two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pick up one or two, two, two. Yeah, we need one for day, one for night, one for every ocean. Yeah, have one in the Pacific and have one in the Atlantic. Yes, and and one in the Indian, and one in the Arctic. But well, yeah. Okay, so that's well, that's Warden too. I mean, we're talking. Yeah, you, 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 I, I, I realize that the two was not enough. No, 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 two is not enough. No, 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 we need more yachts. Need one just for the Mediterranean, right? Yeah, we need to leave one in the Med. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, well, I'll start working on that as soon as we. You might need a different style for the one in the Arctic Ocean. You know, there are these different like types of boats, the these explorer boats I saw. Uh yeah. what's his name? Uh, uh actually there's an interesting story about this. Uh, 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 uh Paul Allen uh yes. used to own one that was an explorer boat like that. And when he passed away, it got sold to the US Navy uh mm-hmm. recently, the last couple of years, and it was at a shipyard getting work done in Scotland or something or whatever. I don't know what the hell happened. It was a dry dock. Apparently the supports of the dry dock failed and the boat like fell fell sideways huge hole on the side of the the boat uh it was above the waterline so the boat could float but they they basically i think the navy got pissed off with the yard and they took away the work and they towed it to tampa across the atlantic okay this thing we just put a toe on it put it afloat okay we're bringing this thing over here u.s to work because you guys just basically just took the fucking thing and just let it fall over on its side right not the not you know i i have to say that i've been at shipyards that's the kind of shit that gets like a lot of people fired i could imagine yeah anyway i i think we are well past done at this point yvonne yes so okay everybody tune in next week um have a great week stay safe be fun be fun have fun. Whatever. You guys know what I mean. Something. Uh, if if everything goes as planned, we will be back again next week, and we hope you will be too. Uh, with that, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>